Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. I'm Adora Namigade, and this is The Rundown. Chicago is now the largest city in the country to pass a resolution calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. Chicago joined San Francisco, Minneapolis, Atlanta, and others when its city council voted in favor of the resolution 24 to 23 yesterday. Mayor Brandon Johnson cast the tie-breaking vote. Proponents hope it pressures President Joe Biden to call for a ceasefire and send a message of support to Palestinians in Chicago. Opponents, including Alderwoman Deborah Silverstein, argue it undermines the U.S. government. Chicago, America's third largest city, should not vote to strip away President Biden's control over U.S. foreign policy, especially not as we are inviting him here for the Democratic National Convention. More than 26,000 people have been killed in Gaza since October 7th. One teenager is dead and two are wounded following a daylight shooting yesterday in Chicago's Northside Edgewater neighborhood. Police say the three victims are students at nearby Sen High School. Mayor Brandon Johnson spoke yesterday from the site of the shooting. The harm and the chaos and the trauma that's being caused by individuals who do not value life. The full force of government will be used to bring those individuals to justice. The shooting comes just a few days after two high school students were killed outside of their charter school in the Loop. Police Superintendent Larry Snelling says the shootings are not related. He says CPD will make sure they have a police presence at schools across the city during arrival and dismissal. About 150 migrants staying in West Suburban Oak Park were supposed to vacate their temporary shelters yesterday. Now they have until the end of February to find new places to stay. Dan Yopchik is a village spokesman for Oak Park. He says the migrant stay at the local YMCA and Carlton Hotel was extended after Cook County provided $350,000. But Oak Park's agreements with the two locations end February 29th. There's more work to be done um, in terms of getting folks settled on a long-term basis. And um, we look forward to continuing to work with various partners in the community who we have been working with and will work with in the future to make that happen. Yapchuk says Oak Park is also applying for a $2 million grant to help migrants. February is Black History Month, and to kick it off, Cook County Board President Tony Preckwinkle joined local leaders yesterday in commemorating black heritage and achievement. Preckwinkle says the county has a comprehensive strategic plan to tackle racism. Equity is not a buzzword for us. It's a foundational value that guides every decision that we make. In Cook County, we're proud to champion initiatives that reflect our commitment to building a more inclusive and equitable community. Cook County's policy roadmap for the next three years include plans to address racial disparities in health and wealth. The county was also one of four recipients nationwide to get $500,000 from the MacArthur Foundation. They'll use the money to combat racial inequities in the legal system. And something else you should know today. A Cook County judge has ordered a stop to all Chicago Police Board proceedings for the next month. The police board typically handles serious cases of officer misconduct. However, the city and the largest police union have been battling over how these cases should be handled going forward. The city council yesterday put off voting on whether officers should be allowed to contest firings and year-long suspensions through private arbitration. The Sun-Times reports that in a hearing shortly after the city council meeting, a judge ordered a pause on police board cases to give the council more time to vote. 
today's weather, travel could be slippery this morning due to frost on the roads. It should dissipate by mid-morning after the sun fully rises. Today will be both cloudy and sunny with the high hitting 49. Tomorrow, temperatures will reach the high 30s. Later today, the artist Pope L passed away right at the end of 2023, so we wanted to look back on his life and legacy. At the basis of the work, I would say, is a riddle. And Pope L was always one, in terms of conversationally, he was always full of questions. Hamza Walker, a curator who worked with Pope L, digs into some of the answers to these questions. That's today at 1 o'clock. I'm Adora Namigade. Thanks for listening.